to the Beer Conspiracy Show. It's a comedy podcast where three best buds sit around and talk about the supernatural, conspiracy theories, true crimes, and more. Pretty much anything weird. Now, we tend to pull no punches, so a mature listening audience is advised. But if you like to have a good time, then crack open a cold one, pull up a chair, and hang out with the boys of the Beer Conspiracy Show. tonight a story that reads like a Hollywood thriller involving sex, drugs and an outrageous internet entrepreneur. Authorities in Belize named him as the sole person of interest in the murder of his American neighbor who was shot in the head. Do you have a fascination with guns? I have a a fascination with survival. Where are they taking you, John? To jail. If I have exercises, it is certain that I will spend the rest of my life in prison because the United States wants to use me as an example. I got to keep the public interest in me. Well, I can do it by doing any number of things, being a bad guy, being a good guy, being a fool, being all three at once, uh, whatever it takes. Uh, welcome to the Beer Conspiracy. <laughs> Why are you so sad sounding? I don't know. <laughs> you need like seven, five hours. You need 35 hours of energy right now. You need to crank it up. All right. Hello and welcome to the Beer Conspiracy Show. We're your hosts. I'm Aaron. I'm Jared. So Dirty D's having his baby pretty soon, so he's gonna be on paternity how leave did, for a little how while. How did he get pregnant though? I would he never would tell me how he got pregnant. What do you mean? Like when and where? Yeah, like how can he carry a baby? Um <laughs> he just ruined the joke. You ruined it. He said he was gonna have his baby, and I was just Playing like he was a girl, but you, uh, you fucked up the whole thing. Uh, now I just I feel it. like an idiot. I'm pretty sure it might have been a rape or something. <laughs> Bad joke. Which, I mean, he can't get an abortion because it's... They changed the laws, apparently. It's illegal? I don't know. I don't understand any of it. You, can, you, you can't you have a, an abortion here, I guess, anymore. But I guess you, you could at some point. I mean, you can. I'm pretty sure some backwoods doctor can fucking put a hanger up your cooch. Or in his case, his butthole. I don't really know how male pregnancies work. Anyway, he'll he'll be back soon, but I guess we'll cut out Dirty D's Dirty News unless one of these episodes, maybe we find a good news story and we'll let you guys know. But until then, uh, we're sending good thoughts to Dirty D and uh, Swift Recovery. <laughs> his butthole is going to be hurting for oh a while, gosh, dude. That sucker's going to be gaping. <laughs> it's got an eight-week recovery time yeah. for sure. But we'll still be here having fun. So without further ado, J-Rod is going to give us our episode for tonight. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Uh, No notes at all. Don't have my laptop. I have nothing written down all off the top of my head. Let me check your hand. What kind of notes no, you got, I got on no there? notes. Okay. So it's probably not going to be a lot of detail. This is the way I, I enjoy doing it like this way more. I like just talking to y'all about it as opposed to just trying to like bulldoze through a story or whatever it's just more the conversation is more natural and i have more fun doing it this way oh because i mean i'm sure you 
I'm sure I'm leaving out like important information when I do it, but it's just, I have more fun doing it this way. I originally wanted to do, um, shit, mattress firm conspiracy. So I did a little research on that. So I just want to kind of talk about that for a minute. The little bit of research that I did basically just, there's nothing to that. There's of, of it being like a money laundering thing or whatever. For the mob or something yeah, like that? Yeah, it's abs. there's no basis at all. I think we can just kind of take, let's take five minutes right now to just bust this conspiracy theory because there's no basis whatsoever. Just based on some simple math, there are about 2,300 mattress firm locations, which is only, there's what, roughly about 350 million people who live in America. Correct. Last so time I did the census, that was the number. It, it winds up being like one store for every 150,000 people or something like that, which if you're supposed to get a new mattress every 10 years. Really? Yeah. So that brings it. Wait, is that right? I have to get a calculator out on my phone. Something's not right here. It winds up being, let's see, 350 million people divided by 20, let's say 2,300 stores. Yeah, 152,000 people per store. Divide that by 10, because you get it every 10 years or whatever. So that's 15,000 people per year per store. That's a shitload of people like need to buy mattresses from a mattress store. All right, so it winds up being 15,000 people per year per location. Divide that by 365 days. That's 41 potential customers per day per store. And if you figure only 10% of people are actually buy from Mattress Firm, which is that's way low because they have a lot more than 10% of the market share for selling mattresses. It's actually like 35%, I think. Then they're selling, what, four to eight mattresses a day per location. And based on the markups of like a thousand percent or whatever it is on mattresses, each store is turning a profit of like 10 grand per day. So it's a very lucrative business and a straightforward business plan. I mean, it, it's all very mathematical. You can look up their oh. sales, match it with the amount of people that need to buy mattresses. It's makes perfect sense. I thought sense. the whole thing was just like there was a shit ton of them and like that's that's Nobody's really it. That's what the, the entire basis of this is that there's so many mattress firms. They're everywhere. They're everywhere you go. And there's a reason for that too. But in reality, there's only 2,300 locations. At one point, there was like 3,100. But be, and there's a reason for that. They bought up a bunch of competitors. Like they opened a mattress firm. Let's just take our local somewhat largest city near us, Hammond. There's one mattress firm in Hammond right now. They start a mattress firm location. They put the nearest other mattress store out of business and then they buy that building and then open another mattress fir uh, firm store. That's their model. It's just it's just good business. Model, yeah, right? same thing that Walmart did with all the neighborhood markets. And that's why all those have gone out of business now. They put a neighborhood market in these little rinky dink towns and run all the mom and pop grocery stores out of business. Then they close down. So you have to go shop at Walmart and then they sell the building at a profit because real estate only goes up in value 10 years later. Mm -hmm. And then they wind up breaking even on that deal. Now they got your business at the main Walmart. This is the same thing mattress firm is doing. You're basically taking a loss in the meantime by having multiple stores in one city to force everybody outside of business. Once they go out of business, then you sell your property at a profit because real estate only goes up and then you have all the business and you broke even on that whole deal or whatever. All businesses do that. Yeah. It's a very common business plan. Yeah. 
So just there's no basis at all on it whatsoever. Okay, yeah. So that one's busted. I think the, the whole thing, Fuck like you, I said, the whole that. thing I've ever heard was, oh, there's so many mattress firms, but there's never anybody in there. And there's never anybody workers in there. I've been to mattress firms and there's no workers in there. Well, that's another thing. The reason why the business model works, you only need one guy to sell mattresses. Right. You go in there, you bounce around the mattresses. Even if you got 10 customers and one salesman, you're just in there looking around. You're like, I like this one. He's like, okay. And then he fucking puts it in his iPad and then you check out. Like, yeah, I mean, what is he going to, I mean, what do you need 20 guys in there? For? I don't even, you probably don't even need like warehouse workers. Cause you're just like, okay, well you put the order in and the where it comes from somewhere else. Like, I don't even, they probably don't even have matches. Yeah, there. exactly. I don't, I don't even know that part of it. If they have them in stock, I don't think so based on the size of the buildings, but it's, it's the same thing. It's, because people don't want to shop on, not everyone wants to shop online and roll the dice on the liking the mattress. Yeah. You go to the store and they're like, okay, we'll ship it to you. That's one of those things you kind of have to go and try it out. Exactly. Exactly. So that's the same reason why there's so many car dealerships, like new car dealerships. You can just order one straight off of Dodge's website or Chevy's website, but Carvana. you want to you go buy, you want to go test drive the car. That's why there's a fucking shitload of you know, car, new car dealerships or whatever. You know, it just same concept. Yep. There's no truth at all in it. So that one was dumb. And that's why I didn't do it as a topic. Good. All right. Moving on to the real topic. John McAfee. John McAfee. John McAfee. And, and some people were pronouncing it McAfee, but I'm pretty sure it's McAfee. I've it's always old. said McAfee. So everybody's definitely Sounds heard good. of McAfee computer, like antivirus software. That's what he's famous for. Them stupid fucking pop-ups are always coming up. So, yeah, everybody yeah. knows McAfee. <laughs> what, the pop-ups from McAfee yes. telling you to renew yes. or whatever? Yeah. Yes. So it comes standard you, on John every computer. <laughs> Aaron does not like I don't. antivirus software. He hates it. I do. Uh, so let's talk about a little bit of his background. And I'm only going to kind of mention this because there's one thing in his upbringing that's going to tie into the end of the story. He was born in, like, 1945 actually in England on a, a army air base or army army base or whatever in England, but he was American. They moved back to Virginia, I think when he was really young, but his dad was uh really, really, really abusive and beat the absolute shit out of him and his mom, like broke his arms one time, like really bad shit or whatever. Like, like Jack Torrance did that one time. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I just jerked his arm out of socket. <laughs> you know what? This kind of she's like, uh, it's the kind of thing he's seen a thousand times, but yeah. just this one time his arm been a special way. <laughs> oh man. The little shit threw my papers everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. So man. I ripped his arm out of socket. <laughs> little and shit. I beat him to death with it. Momentary loss of muscular coordination. Oh man. That movie is so funny. Yeah. Oh, The Shining. Great shit. Uh, anyway, so John McAfee, growing up, he's 17 years old and his dad commits suicide. How'd he do it? Shot himself. Uh, boring. Yeah. Standard shoot yourself suicide. So he winds up going off to college. He's a really, really smart kid. He goes off to college to uh, like Roanoke, Roanoke University or something like that. Roanoke, Virginia, I guess. And he gets a degree in mathematics. So, yeah, this is like mid mid 60s or whatever. Uh, he gets out of school, gets a job at GE and 
GE is teaching him like at this time, computers and all this is like so basic. So when you'd like think about computer code, I mean, it's really fucking what year is basic. This again? Like 66, 65, okay. something like that when he gets out of college. Uh, maybe 67, like kind of mid to late 60s. Gets a job at GE. They they teach him some computer coding and stuff, and he, he like loves it. He's like really interested in computers now. And so he decides he wants to be like a computer programmer or something to do with computers. He kind of learns all he can at GE. He only works there a couple months. He's kind of maxes out his potential there. There's not really anything else for him to learn. He decides NASA is the place to be. That's the only place you can go at this point that has like legit computers. You know, there's only maybe like a few dozen computers in the world that are actually legit or whatever. So he goes to NASA and he wants to get a job as like a a computer programmer or a computer engineer or whatever. And he doesn't really have the experience or he doesn't have the right college degree for that. So he embellishes his resume like says that he worked at GE a lot longer. And Math is not good enough. Well, I mean, it's what you need like them? a specialized thing, or especially to work at NASA at this time. You're talking about the height of the space race. What were all them chicks doing? Remember that movie with all the black chicks? Weren't they just mathematicians? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, at this time, there wasn't like a computer engineering degree because there wasn't, like I said, there wasn't that many computers. So I guess math was like kind of the best degree you could have, but. You really just had to be like right place, right time to kind of get into that field. So he doesn't really have the qualifications he needs to do that. So he embellishes his resume and says that he's like a phenom at computer programming. He's read all these books and he's had all this training at GE and just kind of lies. And he's a charismatic guy, really smart. So he gets the job at NASA. I feel like it was way easier to fake I know, a paper resume. Yeah. Like, there's no way to check it. You're like, yeah, yeah, I worked for them for 10 years. Like, yeah, but you're only 22. <laughs> Can't just get on the computer and check that. Right. So he gets the job and he gets into the computer engineering department writing code, even though he really doesn't know what he's doing. Make it till you make it. That's that's his guy, his mentality the entire way through his life. But so he starts learning some more stuff there and they see that he's really smart and they kind of give him like a, a really big project or whatever. And it's a, a part of the moon landings or whatever. So he oh, really shit. was a part of that big time. And he's way out of his league. He doesn't know what he's doing. So you know what his solution is to try to come up with they give him a task of writing a specific program. I don't remember what exactly it was for, but basically they gave him a week. Like, we need you to solve this problem. Write a program that's going to solve this problem. He's way out of his league. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So his solution to that is he's going to drop a bunch of acid and then just like wander around. And it's like, the idea will come to me. I mean, crazier things have happened. I mean, a lot of uh, brilliant scientists have done the exact same thing, though. So. I mean, is there any bait? Like, there's is there some truth to this? Like, you're just going to unlock your brain to something mm. you're not thinking of or whatever? That's what they say. I mean, I can't. I feel like not enough people have done acid to where they can dispute it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I can't. I can't I, comment on it. It's not no like, uh, that doesn't work because uh, I've never done acid before. Yeah. So. so I'm too much of a pussy, dude. I don't, I don't want to just. I've always heard that thing where you can just have a trip out of nowhere like later in life or whatever. And I just do not, I'm not about that. I don't, I don't want that to happen. I think it's true. Like, I think those people what, are is the that ones. a joke? Like, why do people no, say I that? I think those people are the ones that do acid all, all, the, time. all the time. Like smoking weed. Like, as just, that's oh, their just drug. Like, it, like it fucks your night. brain up? Yeah. 
So if you do like 3,000 hits of acid and mm. you get off of it for 20 years, yeah. then you can have a... I think it changes your mental capacity or whatever. Because your brain is basically like opened up completely to this. That makes sense. You can only open it so many times. And then it's just like fully open at then that it, point. Well, it's like a hinge on a box. You, op- you use it all the time. You open it. It's just going to go bad. So then it just starts opening up by itself. Right. Or just breaks off and it's wide open all the time. Right. I would seriously be worried that I would stay high for the rest of my life. That's the don't that's do the, it every day. Do it once, once every six months. I mean, I'm something. not going to do it at all. That's crazy. But I'd like to try. Maybe when shrooms. I'm older. I mean, my thing is at this point, I'm 34. I've got three kids. Like when they're adults and I've got nothing going on, I'm like I'm in my 50s. I don't really have any financial responsibility to anyone. I might start doing some stuff like that. But you should. At this point, I, it's not really fitting into my life. You know. Like, I'll go skydiving and bungee jumping and do acid and shit when it doesn't matter when somebody's not counting on me. Damn, you should do all that in one day. (laughs) Skydive on acid. I'll skydive bungee jump combo out of a helicopter on acid. I don't know, but I'm going to do it. They should. You should be the first person to do that. (laughs) Um, It turns out like I'm just on the ground. I'm just fucked up on acid. I just face die, like just dive on my face on the concrete. But you paid the skydiving instructor. <laughs> yeah, he just left me on the ground. Dumbass told me he was on acid. <laughs> so I just faked him pretending like he was in. I put a fan blowing in his face. <laughs> <laughs> I will never go skydiving. Ain't no fucking way. I mean, or I was just using that as an, as nah, an example. I was just saying, dude, ain't, ain't, I would never do it. Ain't no way. I would like to try it once in my life. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big uh, try anything once proponent person. I mean, not butt sex. I know they make you not like gay butt sex. I know they make <laughs> you go with an instructor, so it might not be as bad. Like if I'm gonna die or jump out of a plane, it'd be nice to have somebody with me. And I'm not gonna have him on my back. I'm gonna be have him strapped in well, front of me. Yeah, you're hold. the dom in this situation. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna. I don't think that's the way it works. I think you're in front because he controls the shoot on the back. I'm gonna be licking his ear the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think you got to be in front. You're riding, bitch. Take care of me, Steve. <laughs> and you better believe if the shoot don't open, he's gonna use you as a shield. He's gonna. You're gonna bounce, and he's gonna oh, be fine. Oh damn! I never thought of that. All right, we're way off on a tangent. So he goes to work for NASA. They give him the impossible task to him anyway, because he's not qualified. He trips acid for a week straight. As he tells the story, he didn't sleep for a week. He literally wandered around the city for a week. And I think this was a set, I think New York or something. It wasn't in Houston. It was, I guess there's like a different branch or something. I'm not sure. But he wanders NASA around in New York. I think it was New York. It was some other like large city. I can't remember. Like I said, they might not have been. It just might have been like a different office or whatever. I don't know. So he wanders around the city for a week and apparently just before the deadline, supposedly the thing he needs comes to his head and he goes and and works on it for a little bit and then turns it in. And it's a huge success. And from that point on, he's like a master computer guy. Hot shit. He's the shit. Yeah. So after that, he works for NASA for a couple of years into the 70s, early 70s. Then he starts going out into these other companies. There's like four or five different ones he's worked for. And it's like computer type stuff, building computers and writing code and all this stuff or whatever. IBM. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think that was one of the ones he worked for, but it's like private firms that kind of write software for the computer companies to be developed. At some point during this time, he goes back to school. Yeah, I think maybe after NASA, he decides he doesn't have all the schooling he wants to do what he wants to do or whatever. 
So he goes back to school to get his PhD in, I guess, mathematics or whatever. And because he's a like a graduate student at a he he winds up like having sex with this undergrad. And apparently that was against the rules. So because he got expelled, he got kicked out of college for that, for which maybe, didn't make any sense to me. I mean, maybe he did it wrong. <laughs> wrong hole, bro. Wrong. It wasn't anything nefarious. Like he was, it was a relationship. He just was sleeping with a, I mean, she's an adult. She's in college, obviously. And he got kicked out of school for that, which I didn't really read that much into. And I just, just seems stupid to me. I mean, how is that a problem for a 25 year old to be banging a 20 year old? I mean, it didn't make any sense. It's not her teacher or anything like no, that? No, like he was just a grad student, like working on his docu- doctorate. And she was just a regular college student. It didn't make any sense. Anal was frowned upon. It was a crime back in the day, I think. Yeah. Huh? Sodomy. Sodomy. <laughs> Couldn't get your dick sucked or put it in the butt because it was sodomy. All of yeah. Get butt fucked in the mouth, as Dirty D would say. As much as I would love to live in those times, no thank you. <laughs> I'm all about the sodomy. Yeah. Call me SJ. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so he gets kicked out of school, but it winds up working out. He marries this girl, so they get married. And I think they have a kid together. Uh, <laughs> Not doing it the way we were talking. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> I remember that being somebody asked in, uh, was it like biology in ninth grade or something he had sex ed? And somebody and the teacher was real young and she's like, I'm cool. Y'all can ask me anything. And somebody asked, I think it was, oh, I don't want to say her name. name. I can't say her name. It was. Yeah, (laughs) maybe not. I hope. I mean, I hope it was her and I'm not just putting this on her. It's kind of embarrassing, but I don't think she. I mean, this is like 14 year old person. So she I think it was allegedly she asked, can you get pregnant from butt sex (laughs) like anal sex? And it was like the funniest thing. Like everybody's busting out laughing. Was she being serious like or a she joke? Li- I mean, she asked the question dead serious. Okay, I mean, that's fine. Kids got questions. And I mean, that's how I learned. <laughs> that I, That's how I turned into Sodomy oh, Jared. That's okay, how I- <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> moving on. Moving then I on. had my first kid about a year later after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> you accidentally put her in the wrong hole. Yeah, wrong hole for me means something different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're into the 70s. He's working at these other kind of computer firms. He's really good at computer shit. He's really smart. So I think it was like, we'll fast forward like 10 more years into the early 80s. Personal computers are really starting to take off into the 80s or whatever. Yeah. And definitely a lot for like all corporate offices, companies, like they all have computers in the 80s. Yeah. So these two Pakistani guys who own a... Yeah, no, fucking terrorist, dude. <laughs> fucking terrorist. They own like a terrorist business. They're selling bombs. <laughs> <laughs> they own a little computer shop and they have the idea to write the first computer virus called the brain virus. I thought you were being a dick, but you're being serious. They are terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing was it was basically like a business card. This first virus was like. They infect it into a network, and then the computer tells you, you have to seek out this business to fix your oh, computer. Oh, man, that's fucked up. So that, and then that's what happened. So McAfee... I, f- I feel like that's a terrible decision, because if you give me a virus, and I have to go to you, and you're like in I'll Virginia so or pissed. New York, you said somewhere, dude, f- I'm beating some Pakistani ass. <laughs> I'm pulling lots of beards at that point. <laughs> Fuck. I was going to say, fuck Pakistan. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck those guys. I actually really don't know anything about the Middle East at all. Like, I don't know if Pakistani people... Pakistan is like India. So they're not actually the terrorist ones at all. They're like swapped out. What's the word? Like 
interchangeable. They're mistaken for each other all the time. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Kamel Nanjiani's from Pakistan. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Okay. And they hate being called Indian. because they're Really? Not, yeah. I think it was a part of India and they but broke But they're off. all Arabs, right? No. They're not all Arabs? Indians aren't Arab. They're Muslim. No, yeah. they're... <laughs> So, Indians aren't Muslim. They're their no. own thing, right? Muslim is like, like the, they have a lot of Buddhist and Muslim. I know they're Muslim. I don't know. We're they, getting bogged yeah. down. As usual, we're getting bogged down with all the wrong details. I can Google it, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're Muslim. I mean, Go ahead. yeah, you look that up in the meantime. So McAfee hears about this and he's like, I can fix like I can I can fix this. I have the we have the technology expertise to write the first antivirus software and he does he writes the first antivirus software and he puts it on the internet for free that internet at this time well am i getting my story yeah i think i think maybe he sent it out he sent it out for free yeah i think the first one he did send out for free maybe he put it he sent it like went straight to corporations or whoever was having the problem and basically fixed the problem to get his name out there some way or another so there islam islam what's that is that yeah that's the one that's the terrorist islam extremists or whatever that's terrorist right uh yes or jihad is that what is that? okay so a person that practices a person that practices islam is a muslim muslim okay (laughs) because islam is extreme muslim is that right i don't know i'm pretty sure like not even making a joke i think like islam is the not Islam, all Islams are terrorists, but all terrorists are Islams. Does that make if sense? You, if you practice the religion of Islam, you are a Muslim. Yeah, right. So it's like Christianity, but Catholic. Catholics are Christian. All Christians are Catholic, but not all Catholics are Christians. Is that right? Christians are Catholics. No, Catholic. Catholics all, Christ, are all Christians, all Catholics are Christian, yes. but not all Christians are yes. Catholics. Because like Jews are Christian. No, they're not. No. I don't know, dude. I don't. It's a separate thing, man. I always thought Christians. Jewish, Christians I learned... believe that Christ is the Messiah. Jewish people do not believe oh, that. Okay. They believe in well, God. They believe that Christ was uh, just a disciple of God, not actually the Son. I always thought Christianity was a religion that only had one God. But. Yeah, that's true. It's so, one God. yeah, it's true. But Christ is Christians just human... are the ones that follow Jesus Christ. Yes, but Christ was just the son of God. And I think more, it was just his actual human form or whatever. I don't know if it was actually two different people. Christians follow Jesus Christ. Right. It's named after him, after his last name. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Christian Ronaldo. Is that a soccer player? <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't even remember where I was at. I we are no, obviously I, the I most idiotic no people on religion. Probably offended every human on earth just now, <laughs> not knowing anything That's about the whole religion. point of religion is to offend everybody. <laughs> yeah. See how you take I'm it. Pretty sure that I said all Islamic people are terrorists. <laughs> how you take it shows how good of a religious person you are. You can either take it and say, Forgive me for it, or kill hey, me. For I it. consider myself to be a Christian, and I really don't really I don't get offended at all by what people say. I truly and don't. You so you forgive me for the my comments, yeah, because right? I'm a good Christian, good Christian. Everybody else is going to hell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Especially them Pakistanis that gave us the virus. Man, I mean, if you can't make jokes, then you're just a, I don't know, you're just a fucking loser. If, even about something as serious as religion, just take a joke, man. It's not that serious. If you really believe it, then what the fuck do you care what other people say, you know? Especially because Jesus said to turn the other cheek. 
So it's true. If you're not, he said that. That's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. He wrote it. What in verse there. is that? The Bible is his journal. He wrote those <laughs> words. I mean, I can joke around about anything. I don't know why people get so butthurt over everything. It's pretty stupid. But anyway, he was just like December twenty fifth, nineteen twenty five. Joseph was being a dick today. <laughs> I shall smite him. He made me work in the carpentry business. <laughs> oh, I don't Joseph. even like wood. <laughs> Dad says I gotta be a carpenter. Fuck you, Dad. And I said, "Fuck you. You're not my real dad." <laughs> I'm telling God, not even my real dad. You're just my not even stepdad. I well, I guess so. Yeah, that's a yeah. stepdad. What if your girlfriend came to you and was like, "I'm pregnant. Fuck out of here." <laughs> but it's not yours. It's someone else's. Like, where's he? I'm gonna beat his ass. Like, no, he's well, actually. Like, God, God, I'm carrying God's child. Like, whoa, I thought, didn't man. you tell Joseph that, hey, calm down, bro. Chill out. That's my baby in there. <sighs> Maybe so, man. I don't know. If he, if God told me, relax, I did that. I'll compensate you when he turns 18. That's the biggest thing. You got to raise him, too, huh? Mm-hmm. Pay for all that stuff. No child support at all. It's crazy, man. Why do you Never think thought they, about that before. See, they cut out those years from 12 to 30 three or 35 or whatever it is. Cause Jesus was an asshole at that time, man. He was becoming a teenager. He was such the a hormone smart Alec. He was fucking everything that moved. I don't know about that. I can't. Yeah. Confirm, you don't know. Cause they cut it out. Yeah, I can't confirm or deny that. Right. Get back to the virus. Right, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so these Pakistani dudes make a virus. McAfee's got the solution. His thing works. So he's like, all right, I'm the guy, like I'm going to start a business so he hires like 20 of his friends who also know how to code and stuff like that. And they start working around the clock, like basically to shoot down viruses or whatever as they pop up. Because he's, he's like, he knows this is going to become a thing now. Within a couple of years, he's like got major contracts with all the large Fortune 500 companies. And they're basically paying him like a leasing or I'm sorry, a licensing fee, which is basically just like an ongoing. You just pay by the month or by the year or whatever. I think he charges $100,000 a month per company. Like if you're, I don't know, what's a Capital One bank or whatever, and you 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 can't afford to have any kind of viruses taking down your computer system, you pay McAfee hundred grand a month. He'll make sure no viruses are going to take you down. If something new pops up, he takes care of it. So that's, you know, for a few years this goes on, he signs up like every major company is making absolute bank. He's making $5 million a month salary just for himself. That's not even the company. Fuck, dude. So he's making fucking cheddar, son. So this goes on for a while. We're into like the mid 90s, I think, at this point. And there's like the Internet's really evolving and becoming kind of closer to what it is today or whatever. And there's like these new viruses coming out. He's basically like, all right, there's new viruses coming out that are going to fuck everything up. This shit's going to take everything down. I'm going to take care of it. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. And I'm going to give this one away for free because it's going to shut the world down if I don't. So the virus pops up a little bit and he gives out the thing for free and takes it down. But it turns out that this one wasn't really that bad. It only affected like... Sounds made up to me. 20,000 personal computers. Never affected any corporate stuff. And they're like, well, what the hell is that about? Nothing even happened. He's like, yeah, because of, of me. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. But basically... Nobody believes him. They kind of like accuse him of making that up. So to, to just kind of boost his own name or whatever, which it does. He gets even more famous or whatever. 
And at this point, he's kind of frustrated and he's just like, man, I'm tired of this. Uh, I don't want to do this anymore kind of thing. He's got like a bunch of bad publicity or whatever. So he sells out to, I think, like Intel or whatever for a hundred million dollars. He sells the company. hundred million dollars goes in his pocket or whatever. And then he's out of the game. I'm kind of unclear on what really what he's doing from the mid 90s to the 2008 ish or whatever. Apparently, he's just kind of trying to start some different companies or whatever. He's got a shitload of money, but he goes on like a real estate buying spree, buys like nine houses in the US. Uh, he's like starting all these random companies and like some of them are random as hell. He's got one that was a uh, what are the little parachute things with the motor on the back called like hang gliding or something like that. It's not hang gliding, but he anyway, he start, I don't know what it's called. He starts that. He starts like a private plane uh, or like a, a pilot licensing thing where he like trains pilots so or whatever. So he's just playing with his money? Yeah, pretty much. And he's got all this real estate. And then somewhere around like the 2006 or 8 or something like that, people, somebody died at his pilot training school and they supposedly it was because of his fault. He did something wrong and told him to do something wrong. Faulty equipment, I don't know. So it there's was the a, guy that died's fault? No, it was or it was John McAfee's oh. fault. Oops. So big lawsuit. And then somebody like got hurt at one of his properties, another lawsuit there. And just like he's getting like a bunch of really bad press and his name's kind of falling apart and basically supposedly squanders all of his money for the most part. They don't nobody ever really knew how much money he made exactly. And even with interviews and stuff, people ask him, like, how much are you worth or how much money did you make off of this? And he just kept making up shit. He's also known. He's actually said this. He's like, uh, I can't be bothered with dumb questions or something. So I just make shit up. So it's like, you know, you ask me that today, I'll tell you 400 million tomorrow. I'll tell you 2 million. I don't really give a shit. I just say whatever number comes in my head. And he's like, uh, you know, I bought a 12 pack of Coke today. So I'll just say 12 million or tomorrow something reminds me of the number 100 and i'll say 100 like he just kind of just says whatever the fuck he wants it's just so he's getting sued by a bunch of different people and i guess he just kind of wants to escape it all he's just flees ultimately to okay he flees to belize buys a house in belize and this is like 2008 i think where is belize central america like uh oh, kind of like you know in between mexico and South America. Yeah, I guess. Like one of those ones that's kind of down at the tip of Mexico or whatever below it. I don't know. So he's in Belize and now he decides he wants to put his efforts into like organic antibiotics or whatever, like through like essential oils type thing or whatever. No, I liked him until he said that. (laughs) So it's kind of funny. He goes from computer viruses to trying to fix real viruses or whatever. He's the virus guy, apparently. I don't know. So he sets up like a legit operation. Virus King of Belize. <laughs> and uh, also just like a little bit about of his character. He goes down there and he like go. He loves this brothel. He like goes to these bars and brothels. And he's like buying. He's just buying and shit for everybody. Apparently he goes down there too and like he buys a bunch of shit for the local police and like throwing money around like kind of the community just to get their attention to get them to like him, I guess. Uh, anyway, so he's doing his little... That's exactly what I would do if I had a shitload of money, dude. Yeah. Go to Belize, buy a brothel, hanging out at the bar every night, <laughs> pay the police off so I can drive home Well, drunk. yeah, that's pretty much it. So that's exactly what he's doing. He's got his little... Apparently, this guy is like a huge workaholic. Like, he just runs on 150% all the time. He's just got to have his mind occupied or whatever. So he's in Belize. He's doing his little 
anti-human virus thing or whatever. Does he do a lot of drugs? Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's, I mean, like I, sh- I should have mentioned that by now at this point, but throughout his life, he struggled with drugs really bad. Snortskis. Uh, bath salts are kind of his main thing. Bath salts? Yeah. So oh, bath fuck. salts, coke, alcohol, just any, any kind of thing that can get him jacked up, he's all about it. Jeez. At this time, he's on bath salts. He winds up housing eight of the prostitutes from the brothel. Like, he moves them into his house. Nice. And they all have their own room because he's got a mansion. He's rich. And he moves them all into his house. He's, like, banging them all. They they described it as a, a polyamorous nine-way relationship or something. That sounds awesome. Yeah, he's got eight prostitute girlfriends live-ins. And I guess eventually at some point, he just kind of is rubbing the government the wrong way, just doing this shit or whatever. So too awesome. At this point, he's kind of starting to, and a lot of people say it's because of the drugs. He's getting paranoid, supposedly. People are saying like, <laughs> yeah, pictures of drugs, picture Scarface with his face down yeah. in the coconut. <laughs> yeah. So he's starting to say like the government's out to get him. He says that the government in America's out to get him. Oh. He says the government in Belize is out to get him. He says that the cartel in Mexico is out to get him. So apparently he's saying that his antivirus shit also had like spyware on it. So he could like, he knows all this shit. And he sold all this software to the government, to all the major corporations in America. And he has access to all their data and information. Because remember I said it was like an open thing where I have access to your servers and I monitor them and I fix the viruses they come in. So basically this dude knows all the dirt on everybody in the world, pretty much. At first, it sounded good. Now it sounds like that was a bad plan for his customers. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and you got to figure about when this really came around like hardcore in the 90s, nobody really kind of knew. Online privacy wasn't really a thing people thought about. We can kind of go off a little bit on, out of the way here. I was listening to a different podcast about uh, like HIPAA. The HIPAA laws apparently came about because of John McAfee. Like the the healthcare not being able to share your information or whatever. Huh. He played a part in that trying to um when medical files came on digital, like in the nineties or whatever, he kind of uh spearheaded to keep them safe and confidential or whatever. And HIPAA laws eventually changed around like I don't know, nineties or two thousands, whatever. He was a part of that in some oh, way okay. or whatever. So he helped it. I thought you were saying it came about because he was like Giving people's information. No, 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 no. I'm saying like he was one of the people who said like we need to protect our um, medical information because of all this shit or whatever. Yeah. So this guy's like really you don't really hear his name that much anymore. I mean, you know the guy's name because of the antivirus, but he really plays an essential role in a bunch of our unsung com- hero computer security. Yeah, like he's kind of always been around saying like been like advocating for privacy online, basically. We and should then- be saying his name like. uh Bill Gates and uh yeah really he was just as essential as like Bill Gates and um the Apple guy yeah <laughs> the, dead I don't know he's dead yeah, for he's years dead, who cares? Steve Jobs Steve Jobs yeah. <laughs> just go to the doctor you dumb fuck you can't cure cancer with vegetables he's probably buying some of McAfee's organic pills or whatever probably. to cure his cancer <laughs> this guy knows everything about viruses <laughs> yeah. he'll save me <laughs> Oh, man. How do I get my computer to take this pill? <laughs> Where's the pill port? <laughs> oh, that's such a funny visual to me now of him just like trying to mash. Steve Jobs? <laughs> mashing in. Mash pills into his computer. 
Oh, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. So he's he's basically made enemies. As he says, he tells the story. He's made enemies with everybody. Everybody's out to get another reason why he moved to Belize. He's trying to get away from America. He's got lawsuits against him. The government's after him. The cartel's after him. Like, he's just doing all these drugs, banging these prostitutes or whatever. So at some point, he's now, like, worn out his welcome in Belize. So he starts saying, like, the Belizean government's after me. I know all their secrets, too. Belizean? I don't know how. Is that the one? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. Belizean? When you said like, that, I, I was mean, like, is that what it's called? <laughs> we gotta look that up and see if how dumb I am. Belizean? <laughs> Belize, that's gotta be Belizean. Anyway, he's saying that they're out to get him. Uh, this kind of goes on for a little while. Eventually, they bust in his lab where he's making his med- medication or whatever. Like his, this is a legit business. And they bust it in. They say that they're there to arrest him because of they're making meth there or something. Some the kind Belize- of illegal drug. Belizean government? Like the federal federales or whatever, the Our- police. Oh, know, okay. Like the Belizean police. <laughs> Please look that up so I don't just keep uh, saying the wrong thing. Belizonian? Oh, uh, B-E-L-I-Z-E-A-N. Belizean. Yeah, Belizean. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Belizean. All right, so they they come in and arrest him for, like, drug trafficking and all this stuff, for illegal stuff. And this isn't a legitimate business. He's really not doing anything wrong, supposedly. But they charge him with all this stuff. They charge him with, like, racketeering and all these other charges, too, for paying people off and, like, just... All this crazy weird shit he's got. Oh, by the way, also, he's a huge gun nut. He's always got like shitloads of guns around. So he's got some illegal guns and he's got drugs and all this shit goes hand in hand. The drugs, guns, guns, yeah. Crazy paranoid American in a foreign country. Yeah. So they've got they've got some evidence on him with this, some other stuff. And so they, they can actually arrest him, but eventually they drop all charges, which is this just remember that so they drop all charges. And then at this point is when he gets really paranoid. He's like, all right, they're, you know, everybody's out to get me. They're going to, you know, they're trying to frame me and lock me up and kill me and all this stuff. And like another six months or so goes by. This is like 2012, I think at this point. And his neighbor winds up dead. Yeah, this is what I remember. About yeah. So this story. is really when the story gets crazy. So his neighbor winds up dead and this he's is in Belize, right? Yeah. Okay. He winds up dead. He's a he's a main suspect because this is his neighbor. And also, like on record, them they hate each other. Yeah. So at his house, he's got like a shitload of dogs. He's got guns. He's always shooting, having parties. He's got fucking hookers living in his house. Damn, that sounds awesome. <laughs> his, hookers, his guns, neighbor and drugs. Hates his guts. Specifically, the dog thing drives him crazy. Apparently, he has a parrot. The neighbor. Who's he? Fucking Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, that's the weirdest <laughs> thing. He walks around with a parrot on his shoulder. So the dogs obviously uh, come after the parrot. Yeah. And it's a constant aggravation for this guy. So they're always at each other's throats. And I, I guess one day, apparently, he's like, I'm going to fucking poison your dogs, dude. And do- um, do you know how many? It's like had? 20 dogs, Jesus I think. Christ. Like four or five of the dogs wind up getting poisoned like the, the, the next week or whatever. And so that'd be my favorite neighbor. <laughs> If I, if I had a neighbor <laughs> that dude. fucking had this hookers guy, and by the way, coke. I can't remember his name. This is the downfall of not having notes or any story or whatever. He's like a retired, he's like a bar. He owns a bar in the States. He's from like Florida or something. Oh, so he's not Belizean. He's American. <clears throat> no, he's an American guy. He, uh, he's down in Belize on his retirement. He's made a good living. He's got a successful bar and he's just down there relaxing basically on the beach. With Sounds a, like a, with a fucking parrot. 
Sounds yeah, awesome. <laughs> right? So he doesn't like all the disturbances and he can't walk around on his beach with his parrot because his dogs are always running yeah. around. Hookers oh. are running around naked all the time. <laughs> Allegedly poisons the dogs. And then like the next week after that, this guy is dead in his house with a, one bullet to the back of the head. Oops. So he's a main suspect. The police, uh, they're actually, now they're after him. They come into his house to search it. And he hides in the closet. He's got like a, a hidden... Like a safe room? Yeah, but it's in the closet, like above it. Apparently, it's like a secret thing you can lay on above the closet. And mm-hmm. they're in his house for 18 hours and they don't find him. Must have a big house. Or, I, I mean, mean, it's, it's a, a mansion, dude. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I guess he's like... Maybe he's behind like a wall or something. I don't really understand it. But he Ooh. hides in there. And at this point, he's like, oh, shit, I'm in deep shit now. They're trying to pin a murder on me. This is him... You know, saying he's innocent. So he knows why they're there. Yeah. For the murder. Right. And he's he's maintained that he is innocent in the murder of this guy or whatever. He's always he even contacted the guy's family and was like, I didn't do it. I swear to God, they're trying to pin it on me and make it look like that. I did it. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. I'll even offer a reward. I think he did like a $50,000 reward. To like, if anybody had any information on who killed him or whatever, he's like talking, like sending letters to the family and stuff. It's not much for a millionaire. I mean, $50,000 US in Belize, it sounded like a lot of money. But I will pay 50, if I'm a millionaire, I'll pay $50,000 to get away with a murder. Oh, yeah. Or make it look like. That's the thing about this story is that I don't really fall on either side of it. And we'll get, we're, you're kind of getting into the meat of the conspiracy aspect of it and all this. I don't really have an opinion either way. It's just interesting to me. You can kind of decide for yourself. And I'm probably not doing it justice because I don't remember all the facts and all the details of everything. But at this point, he's like, all right, I need to get the fuck out of here. So what is he? What do you think he does? Hold on. Let me think about it. So they never found him when he was hiding up in that room. Right. So he's just like. What would you do if you were a millionaire and you're wanted for murder and supposedly the cartel and the U.S. government and now the Belizean government is after you and you're wanted, you know, you're wanted for murdered locally. What would you do? Sell my hookers and get out of Dodge. Time to go back to America. He calls a reporter for Vice magazine to come and live with him and document his life. That's okay. That's weird. So he's like, I'm on the run officially. Why don't y'all come along? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, dude. I answered that as a person not on drugs. So <laughs> right. I answered it the right, right. way. <laughs> So the guys, excuse me, a couple of guys from Vice Magazine, I think they were like contracted by Vice. I don't know if they're officially employees, but they go and meet him and film him like running from the police. He gets all these disguises. He like dyes his hair and stains his teeth and wears like tattered clothes. And he's got like a serious girlfriend or maybe he's even married at this point. And she goes on the run with him. And you can watch like there's documentaries and YouTube videos like of that footage of him like on the run from like the police and this this mind you there is official news stories of them saying like this guy has been murdered and john mcafee is a person of interest simply because he is a neighbor supposedly had bad blood he's a gun nut so he's a person of interest in the case he's not wanted for murder he is a person of interest all they want to do is question him and ask him if he knew anything, just kind of, you know. Well, I mean, if you're running away before you've ever even been questioned, 
That looks real bad. Well, that I'm just telling you the official story is John McAfee is a person of interest and this guy, his neighbor has been murdered. He is telling the world on his blog. He starts a blog too. And he's got Vice Magazine with a film camera, film crew, or is it just like two guys, a reporter and a film guy, re- filming him running away from the people who are out to get him or whatever. So this... What, what year are we in now? 2012, I think. Okay. So they decide to go to Guatemala because apparently there's no extradition between the two. And there's a bunch of crazy shit happening. Like they wind up getting to Guatemala, Guatemala, but they do it illegally and they don't have their passport stamped. So... His girlfriend, her uncle or great uncle is like a huge high up in the Guatemalan government, like a very corrupt, very well-known corrupt nice. Guatemalan government. It's a good person so she's to have in like, your family. Yeah. She's like, I can get our sta- a passport stamp. My uncle is going to do it. Yeah. So they meet up with him. And this is all on camera. A lot of this stuff at this point is all on camera and filmed or whatever. Meet up with him, give him their passports. He's going to take care of it the next day. They go back to their hotel and apparently the Guatemalan government catches them or whatever. They now you have an illegal act on camera. I dude, I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy. I know. So they catch him without his passport and they're like, you know, they arrest him or whatever. He's basically he's in Guatemalan jail and it's not like a huge crime or anything, but he's you can't come in there illegally like there. It's a crime or whatever. So they're trying to work with the Belizean government to extradite him back to Belize or whatever. He is not wanting to do that, obviously, because he's wanted for murder there. And a bunch of he says there are people there out trying to murder him. So he fakes a heart attack. Two of them, actually. I'm dying. You hear that, Elizabeth? I'm coming to join you, honey. And eventually. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> My heart. It hurts. Eventually, Guatemala <laughs> drops all charges and they send him back to the U.S. You lucky son of a bitch. Okay. Because of his health or whatever. Finally, they send him back to the U.S. after a couple months. All charges are dropped in Guatemala. As soon as he lands in the U.S., supposedly he's like in dire critical condition. Pops out the plane. He's like, let's go party. Lands in Miami. It's party time. P-A-R-T. Why? Because I... He's like, it's fucking party time. His girlfriend or whatever, I guess, stays because she's actually Guatemalan. So she stays there. She can't come to the U.S. So that's it for her. He lands in Miami. He's hitting the fucking town, son. Like, he feels like he got away with all this shit or whatever. And he kind of does. But he also, remember, he kind of doesn't really want to be in America because of all the lawsuits. and Because well, he's still, like, kind of wanted On there. the run. Yeah, he's not actually officially... Not, let, I'll put it in quotes, yeah, he's right. wanted there. He's not officially done any crimes in the U.S. at this point. He just says that the cartel wants to kill him and the government's out to get him or whatever. He goes and parties in Miami. He meets a hooker and eventually marries her. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't marry the, the hookers. Well, he did. Okay. So at the time, she is just, I said eventually. So at the time, let's just back it up a little bit. So he's there for a couple of weeks partying with his hookers, like always around her. And I guess she was having problems getting him to pay or maybe like, I don't know exactly, but apparently she went to her pimp. And was like, I got a problem with a John or whatever. Like, I guess he, I don't know if he wasn't paying. I really don't remember what the problem was. And she's like, he's like, who is it or whatever? And he's like, his name's John, blah, blah. The pimp finds out it's John, the John McAfee. And the pimp is like, holy shit. Like, 
I know some cartel dudes like that want that dude dead. Oh, nice. And this is her words. This is not him saying it. This is her words. His actual wife at the time is telling the story. She's telling the story in the context of she tells her pimp. Pimp's like, I know some cartel dudes. They want that dude dead. Bring him here and they'll take care of it. So I don't know what exactly happens, but I guess maybe she feels sorry for him. Maybe she like loved him at this point, but she kind of tells him what's going on and they flee or whatever. Get the fuck out of there. Good hooker. Hooker with a heart of gold. Yeah. It's like a uh, better Julia Roberts. Yeah, that kind of is the story. Hotter, the- hotter Julia Roberts. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron just looked up a picture of his wife and he retracts his statement about her being hotter than Julia Roberts. I'll, I will put that on record. Julia Roberts is hotter than one person and it's John McAfee's ex-prostitute wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Move on with the All story. Right, so... They flee the United States again. I think he buys a yacht at this point. Oh, supposedly it's the Wolf of Wall Street's yacht. He bought his old yacht? Yeah, bought the old yacht from the Wolf of Wall Street. So they're uh they're partying on the yacht. They're they're go to the Bahamas, I think. So they load up the boat with like a shitload of guns and private security, hires all these like military dudes or whatever. Him and his hooker wife. <laughs> shitload of guns and a you could just, fucking shitload. Just say wife. <laughs> no, say hooker. Dude, if you marry a hooker, I'm calling your wife. hooker wife. <laughs> yeah. A you marry, shitload of guns and you drugs. You marry a hooker, you're labeled the hooker, yeah, hooker wife. <laughs> shitload of drugs and guns on the boat. And he invites that original guy back on the, like onto the boat at this point. The guy from Vice Magazine with the camera. Oh, okay. He kind of floats in and out of this live, like, life like filming this stuff or whatever so at this point he's like hella on drugs he's doing a fucking shitload of bath salts like you even film it like there is a fucking gallon that's ziploc such, bag such of a bath weird salts. drug for uh, a, a rich, rich guy dude, I don't, dude i'm telling you like and this guy catches it all on camera so i know it's not full of shit apparently like he is really descending into the depths of like paranoia he is literally like shooting his gun like inside of his yacht He's just like shooting at the wall and shit. And like yeah. everybody, even his own private security people are like freaking out. They're like, what Bro, the fuck is wrong with this guy? Out. And the guy, the camera guy, at one point, he even films this. He's like, they think at one point they think that people have like smuggled onto his boat and are like hiding inside the walls and in the engine room and all this stuff. He's like, people are hiding under my bed. He's like carrying guns around. Like, he's like, is there somebody in there? And he's like, shoot. He's like, shoot. <laughs> He's like, there's somebody behind the closet. He just like starts shooting and like, it's fucking nuts, dude. Boating like, 101. <laughs> don't shoot holes in the boat. <laughs> well, that was the thing. The Wolf of Wall Street guy, this is like an essentially a bulletproof yacht. You uh, can't like, it's got like I reinforced thought, walls and stuff. It's it's basically I thought you were going to be like, Jordan Belfort thought he was crazy. <laughs> yeah. So he's shooting up the shit. And at one point he's like. His wife, his hooker wife is like, she's like pointing at the camera guy, which they've known for years. He's like, he's trying to get a shoot his ass, shoot him. And he's like, oh, dude. And he was like, I'll shoot him in the foot. And she was like, no, shoot him in the dick. He's like, I can't shoot him in the dick. He'll bleed to death. I'll shoot his toe off, though. And he's like, got his gun. He's like, (laughs) what the fuck? And the camera guy's like, dude, John, that's not cool, man. What are you you doing? Like, you you know me, man. Yeah. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And his wife's like, shoot him in the dick. Well, like when so he, he, when he said he came back, I was like, well, he's been around for a while. He probably trusts him. Yeah, well, they're like friends. Yeah. yeah. Like there's footage of them like goofing off together. Like they're good friends. They know each other. Yeah. But anyway, so again, his wife's like, shoot him in the dick. He's like, no, but I'll shoot him in the foot. He pulls his the gun fuck? back out. <laughs> what a bitch. She is. Yes. Okay. Still call it a hooker. I mean, they're on bath salts or on cocaine. They're drunk out of their minds. Like, it's fucking wild. That's messed up. So they show up to the Bahamas and uh, they kind of like live on the boat for a while. Kind of bounce around or whatever. And I think eventually he gets arrested in the Bahamas. No, no, no. I'm sorry. They kind of live on the boat in the Bahamas for a while. I think we're like kind of into the 2015 or something like that at this point. 2014 maybe uh so he's like all right we're gonna buy a house like on the on the island or whatever so they go oh, they go in to the, in the bahamas yeah they so they go to buy a house and they have a little song on camera too the, he goes and puts like a down a deposit and works out how he's gonna buy the house it's like a mansion super nice house or whatever and then all of a sudden he's like oh they're after me everybody get on the boat or whatever crazy yeah like so they everybody runs to the boat and the camera guy's just like there's nobody after us, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yeah, everybody, I'm about to leave your ass. Everybody on the boat. And they're just like, whole ass. And he's like, see how close that was? And he's like, dude, there was nobody there. Nobody's coming after us. What are you talking about? So then I think he might go back to the States again. And he runs for president at this point, like 2015, 2016. Of the United States? The United States <laughs> of America. And he's actually like fully nominated, I think. Maybe no. In 2016 election, he was the he had his own party, made it up. It was uh, oh, oh please shit. Be a kick ass name. Look it up. No, it, in 2020 he was a libertarian card or whatever. Cyber party. Cyber party. That's it. Yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. That's that's super lame. So he runs for president. Obviously, it doesn't work out. He starts like fucking, I'm not voting for a fucking nerd named the cyber party he is apparently oh oh yeah at this point he's like started saying fuck taxes i'm not paying any taxes because he's back in the u.s or whatever he's like i'm never gonna pay taxes fuck you guys and then like the irs has like got legitimate charges against him at this point don't ever go against the irs that's what he's saying like he's spouting this off or whatever and so the irs like officially comes after him and uh like the late like 2018 or something like that 2019 so he runs for president again as a libertarian at this point and so i guess all this attention uh the irs really comes after him so he goes off like in international waters and anchors his yacht like while the presidential race is going on or whatever well he's in it he just leaves and goes yeah so he's he's technically a wanted fugitive in america at this point for tax evasion and he's running for president officially Sound like anybody else? Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> you can't prove it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So now, let's see. We're in 2019. I'm probably leaving a bunch of shit out. I'm doing my best to remember everything. I'm getting the meat and potatoes, though. I'm quit doing so much bath salts and you can remember <laughs> everything. So at this point, he bails out. I think 2019, maybe 2020. He's like, I'm going to the fucking Dominican Republic. He like loves all the like the hot island nations, I guess. It's just his jam or whatever. Hot ladies, man. I guess. Hot, hot black hooker ladies. I no, suppose. no, you said she was from Miami, right? Yeah. That that wife was. Yeah. 
So they go to the Dominican Republic. They don't even get off the boat. Oh, by the way, all this time, he's still spouting off that everybody's out to get him. That's like his thing. You know, he's like, he's like saying people are, you know, they're going to catch me and put me in jail and then they're going to kill me. He even, he like multiple times on social media, he explicitly said the government is out to get me. They're going to hang, like they're going to hang me in jail. They're going to kill me in jail. I bet he, you know, he'll say another one a couple months later. He's like, I got a message from this government agency saying they're going to kill myself for me in jail and like <laughs> stuff like that. And he even gets a tattoo on his arm that says whacked. And he explains it as like, when I ultimately wind up in jail and dead, just look at that tattoo and know that means the government killed me because of what I knew or whatever. Like he said it dozens of times on camera, all this I stuff. I really like this guy. And then now you get lame tattoos. You're marrying hookers. Doing bath salts. <laughs> the bath salt part's the best part. No. That's the good shit. Terrible, terrible tattoos. You he, can't respect somebody with terrible tattoos. He shows up in the Dominican Republic. He's got all of his guns and everything. They don't even let him get off the boat. He's like got a gun on his hip or whatever. And they come into port. And I guess one of the, I don't even know if like there's port police or whatever, I suppose. But they call the, like the Navy, the Dominican Navy out. And they come and like storm the boat and search everything. They find all these drugs and illegal guns and everything on the boat. Uh-oh. So they're like, they charge him with all this stuff, like conspiracy to, you know, sell drugs and organized crime and all this, because all these guns and he's got all this cash. So they charge him with all this stuff. And then they're like... Just a side... I wonder, like, going from country to country, if you don't know their drug laws and stuff. I mean, if you're just like, I have a pound of cocaine, it's legal in america i didn't know i couldn't bring it into your country are they just like take you to jail or are they like they take you to jail flush, they don't flush give it. a fuck oh okay they don't give a fuck dude they, you break their laws you're arrested i didn't know i'm not from this country <laughs> yeah well all charges are dropped <laughs> of course all charges are dropped that's the way that's the third time you third said time that, yeah all charges are dropped but he has to go to England because he's got dual citizenship. Remember, he's born in England. So this, the only, their only thing is he can't, he can't stay where he's at. He can't stay in the Dominican Republic. They drop all the charges. If he leaves, he can't go back to America because maybe they gave him a choice, but he's obviously wanted there for the tax evasion. So he's like, Oh, I got citizenship to England. So I'll just go there. So he goes to England and then he starts partying again, doing this bath salts, (laughs) (laughs) drinking, banging hookers, uh, and he makes his way to Spain. And then around this time, this is like 2020, 29, like late 2019, 2020. For the last year or so, he has he's done the Bitcoin thing that like Elon Musk kind of did with with Dogecoin or whatever. Uh-huh. So he's got a massive online following. And so he's like he's promoting something. He's promoting Bitcoin. He's saying oh, like okay. the price is going to go to five hundred thousand dollars a coin. It's going to go to a million dollars a coin. And all these people are like buying it because he had like a shitload of it at that point and then he sells a bunch of it when the price goes up or whatever rich people man <laughs> and he they makes he world. makes like 37 million dollars or something off of bitcoin scams basically and eventually in spain beer conspiracy show should start a bitcoin operation hey guys kitty coin is going up 20 <laughs> percent. you're definitely gonna want to buy 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 right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
wish we had the naming guy here to name our our coin. What kitty coins? Kitty, probably a real thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, kitty coin. I don't know anything about. It's probably for hookers. I used to <laughs> pay hookers or something. Probably so. His wife knows all about kitty coin. Yeah, yeah. So he's pushing kitty coin real hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's the best way to pay your hooker wife. <laughs> so he defrauds all these. Or it's technically insider trading, I suppose. Yeah. And so he's brought with charges on that, which I think is an international thing. And like kind of uh, apparently Spain and the U.S. do have extradition. So they ring him up on those charges and arrest him in Spain. Nice. Like around 2020. And he's so Spain's basically trying to figure out um, what they want to do with him. Do they want to charge him there? They want to extradite him back to the U.S. And again, he's like writing letters and saying like, they're going to kill me. Like, you can't hold me here. If you don't let me go and drop the charges, I'm going to die. Like, they're going to kill me in prison. Who's he writing letters to? Like Just anybody that'll listen. Oh. Like, yeah. So he's like saying, like, if you were, especially, he's really concerned. He's like, he likes it in Spain, the Spain prison or whatever. So he's, he's like, writing to like the Spanish government? Yeah. He's like saying, you can't send me back to the US. I'm going to 100% die. Like, for sure, if you send me back there, they're going to like kill me in jail. And he explicitly says, he's like, they're going to hang me in jail or whatever. If you send me back there, they ignore him and they approve his extradition or whatever. Two hours later, he's found in a cell hanged with a sheet dead in in Spain. Oh, man. Two hours later. I don't understand, though. He has a cellmate. Just okay. Just happened to be out of the cell for some special reason, like a like a dental exam or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Sounds like a what's his name? Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. Like exact hang with a sheet. He was already on suicide watch. Like the Spanish government or the whoever was like, he's officially on suicide watch. He's like, I'm not suicidal. I'm not like, why are you saying that? I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to kill myself. And they're like, yeah. Like they're like releasing these press statements. He's writing to his wife, like in letters or whatever. And he's like telling her, I'm not suicidal. Don't believe what they're saying. Uh, I'm not going to kill myself. If I'm, if I wind up dead because I'm suicided, they murdered me or whatever. But why? What does he know? He's supposedly, been out of the country for he years. He supposedly knows everything or like knew all this shit from before or whatever. So he's dead in a cell and he's warned people dozens of times that that's what was going to happen. He tattooed it on. He his tattooed it arm. on his arm, literally. His wife is saying, "Like that's there's no way he killed himself because that bitch owes me ten dollars." <laughs> <laughs> he had not made the transfer on Kitty Coin yet. <laughs> <laughs> the Kitty Coin had not gone through; hadn't been paid yet. <laughs> so that's exactly where the same circumstances as Epstein, supposedly for this guy. So they killed him for what he knew. Yep. So there's one more twist to the story. Tell me. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> All right. So his original or not original, but his girlfriend from Guatemala, the one that got left behind or whatever, she hears about his death or whatever on the news. It's pretty popular. Around two weeks later, her phone rings and she answers the phone and she's like, hello. And then John McAfee's voice is like, hey, it's me. And she's like, what? Who? 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 And she's just kind of confused. Like, she recognizes the voice though. She's like, it's me. It's John. And she's like, John, what the fuck? Like you're dead. How, how is this possible? And he's like, I uh, paid off the Spanish government or the, the prison or whatever to fake my death. And I'm going on the run. Do you want to come with me? Oh man. And she was like, well, yeah, uh, well, she was like, 
no, like you ruined my life once before. I can't do it or whatever. Uh, and that's the end. That's the last you ever heard of him. That could have been a movie right there. She yeah, ruined no. it all. Yep. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> I mean, there's no proof that she called him, but that's what she swears to God. She claims that he's still alive. Was she a hooker too? I can't remember. <laughs> no, I don't no. think so. Actually, no, I think she was just, no, I don't think so. Okay, maybe I'll trust her a little bit Aren't more. Aren't they all, though? I mean, that's just what women do. I mean, if they're not... You're just out getting, there looking for kitty coin payments. If not, they're not getting fucked for kitty coin, it's just for, like, housing ma- and meals food. and... Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's all the same thing. All right. That's well, the story of John McAfee. So he's not dead? Maybe, maybe dead. dead. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I just don't know. Maybe we just talk too much about him being paranoid to where it's hard for me to believe. That's the thing about it, though. Like, it's so many layers of, like, conspiracy. The paranoid thing could have just been them trying to prove that he's crazy or whatever. And then he's. But he did it to himself. Not. I mean, here's the thing. It's on camera of him. Yeah, but not really, though. If you if you believe what he says, his actions are warrant like they're out to murder him or whatever. And also, why would he invite a but camera f- crew along for his escape or whatever? Because he's on fucking bath salts. <laughs> Suppo- his say- supposedly, it's because he wanted like documented proof for whatever happened. He kept telling the camera guy, like, I want you to film everything because they're coming for me. And I want proof that they're coming for me or whatever. Oh, also, something, else, got something else funny that happened. I forgot. I left this out. It's just kind of a little funny tidbit <laughs> along those same lines. He when he was back in the United States. He went to a wig shop like he's always about these costumes or whatever. And he went to a wig shop and he had this lady like make him a nice wig. And even he bought her sunglasses off of her like women's designer sunglasses. He's like, I'll give you $500 for these $200 sunglasses or whatever. And he like told, he, you know, he's like on the run, right? And this is all on being filmed by the documentary guy. And he told him who he was and what he was doing. And then he was like, let him take pictures of him. So he's like, I'm on the run. I'm in disguise. Take a picture with me for social media. That doesn't make any sense. I know, right? That's what's so funny about it. Like he is in these stupid glasses and this wig on or whatever. And he's like, let's do one for the for the gram or whatever. Well, he sounds like he did some cool shit. And then maybe he found something out and he took it way too far. I mean, if you either believe him Mm. and maybe his actions were warranted or you don't believe him and he's just a paranoid fucking crazy wacko drug addict or whatever. I'm going to go with that one, but maybe <laughs> the government just got to me and made it seem that way. Oh, one more final twist. Okay. What a twist. Okay. Twist number twist two. Twist number two. <laughs> All right. So at one point he contacted this writer to like write a story on him or whatever. And the guy recorded like an interview and the guy was going over his notes or whatever. And he never talked about, he had apparently had three kids with random women that he claimed, but he never wanted to talk about it. Cause he never like took responsibility for him. Mm-hmm. And he also never, ever wanted to talk about his dad, but this one writer like got him to talk about it a little bit. And he asked him about his dad or whatever. And he was telling him about the abuse. And he's like, yeah, you know, my dad abused me and my mom for so long. I had to put up with it for 17 years. And then one day I just had enough. And he like, you know, I had been through it so much that like I had to, I had to put a stop to it. And the guy was like, Oh, what do you mean? He was like, Oh, let's talk about something different. (laughs) I killed it. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like the guy, the, his dad's suicide single shot to the head, just like the neighbor guy that wound up being dead. 
Like he, they really think that he killed his dad or whatever. That's fine. And there's I like mean, other I, investigations into that now too, which I mean, it's so old that I don't have a problem with him killing his dad. I mean, he was a piece of shit. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it just was crazy to to. No, I'm I'm saying that's fine. But if he did kill the other guy in Belize, it was your you were the one being an asshole to him. Another, you know what I mean. Another funny thing I just thought of. Apparently, at some point in like 2013, he started making these YouTube videos and he like kind of was like making fun of himself a little bit, but also he oh, he publicly hated like his company. He didn't want the McAfee name still attached to the virus. Like he kind of publicly said it sucked and it was crap or whatever. I guess he was just kind of bitter. Supposedly, they they kind of later on, people found that they forced him out and bought him out, like kind of mm. forcibly pushed him out. And so he publicly stated how much he hated the company and said that that was worthless or whatever. And he made his first video he put out was saying like, here's a, here's a lot of people ask me like, how do you get rid of the Norton virus scanner off? Cause it comes stock on your computer. Right. And he's like, there was a container on the counter that said bath salts. I think it was like a joke. Like he's satirizing himself or whatever. And apparently like, he's like trying to show people how to do it. It's like, you go to this file and he's like, oh, that's not working. Fuck. And, and it's like, he gets mad at some point because he can't get it off of there. And he takes his gun out and just starts shooting his computer. <laughs> he's like, that's how you get rid of the McAfee virus or whatever. And then he made another one that was like, I thought he was going to like salt bait and put bath salts on the <laughs> no, computer. No, the bath salt thing was just because he's making fun of himself, I think. Yeah, but that's not funny because you're on fucking bath salts. <laughs> well, that was that's people saying like he's he wasn't actually on bath salts and that that's just people lying like the government or whoever's out to get him saying he's on bath salts and he's crazy and that was his kind of jab at like yeah i'm not really on bath salts or whatever okay another funny video that i heard about was he he's like so people asked me four questions one there was apparently at some point people were accusing him of sleeping with underage girls it's like do i sleep with underage girls two do I do as much? Do I do bath salts? Three, did I kill my neighbor? Blah, blah, blah. And four, oh, fuck. What was the fourth question? How awesome is bath salts? <laughs> oh, I don't remember the fourth question. This is going to ruin the ruined whole show. It. I God know, damn dude. it, dude. Fuck. That was your ending. I know. I'm so sorry. We were going to end on that note and you just fucked it all up. It was four questions that, like, <laughs> fuck, dude. It was four questions that you. For him to be like credible, the answer should have been no to all four. And he's like, and the answer is a resounding no, 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 and yes. And you don't know which one was yes. I forget. <laughs> You're just gonna have to cut all this out because nah, I'm gonna leave it in. No, don't do that. Make don't do you that sound to me. Like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what the fourth thing was, man. Why are you so into black chicks? Was that the fourth? That's one? the fourth one. <laughs> That's the obvious yes. Yeah. Then. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Okay, oh. that was cool. I think he just killed himself. <laughs> I think he just killed himself. Probably. I, I mean, he, his dad could have actually killed himself, and he obviously could have been mentally ill, and then he also killed himself. He was 75 years old when he died. Oh, fuck. Maybe okay. he just didn't want to go back to American prison and, like... I don't know, man. They're just... If he, the I think the bath salts for me is the thing that gets it. If he's not on bath salts and he's just a kind of a sane person at least i mean i don't know and then i don't really understand you took something that the he you think the government's after you in the 90s i think it was and you've gone on the run for like 20 something years dude 
just doing drugs and partying and right. that's, that's fucking up your psyche big time. Oh yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't really know the extent of the baths. I mean, I watched a documentary and some videos of him half the time. He is like really smart and charismatic and Lucid. collected. Yeah. And half the time he just is like fucking nuts. And I'm assuming that half the time he's on the bath salts. Cause like it's, it's crazy. The shit he says or whatever. But also, all the time, he seems like a really fun guy to be around. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Guns and drugs and hookers? Yeah. Sign me up. It's really awesome, his lifestyle. And he, I mean, he lived 75 years. I think that male life expectancy in the U.S. is like 75. So he got away with it his whole life. He got away with what his whole life? Everything. Everything he ever did. Just partying all the time, having guns everywhere, (laughs) like... I mean, that's just the murder, apparently, possibly two murders, like billionaire or millionaire millionaire. I mean, it's kind of like nobody really knows how much money he made. The hundred million dollar buyout thing was public information for McAfee. So, yeah, he's got no part of that anymore. Yeah, no, he was no part of that for like the last 20 something years. He was only really a part of that for a couple of years. So he just made it and they named it after himself and they just bought him out. Yeah, pretty much the name. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. So he made a shitload of money for a, a couple of years, apparently like $5 million a month for a couple of years. And then he got the hundred million dollar, but it seemed like maybe he possibly made about $250 million total somewhere around there, maybe 150, maybe 500. I don't know. But I mean, does it really matter? 150 million to 500. I'm like, that's a fucking dude, shit. Unlimited I'm pretty money. sure like, I could go to Belize and party for 20 yeah, years. Dude, on I mean, a, a million dollars, 150 to $250 million is, is might as well be unlimited. If you are not an absolute moron. Oh, I mean, and then plus he had all that real estate bought too. So that's a pretty much like, well, um, just sell that whenever the government probably seized all that for his tax shit or whatever. Oh yeah. But he did multiple times on film, go to random banks and just pull out millions of dollars in cash. He's like, Pulled out two and a half million. He's like, we're going to live on this. And he's like, what's left in this account? And the lady's like, 3.5 million. Like, he obviously, and this is supposedly after he squandered it all. He's like, got $7 million with one bank and one random. Like, I mean, he's worth a shitload of money. He's just like pulling out. He's also got like gold bricks. When they, when they arrested him in the Dominican Republic, they laid it all out as evidence. And it was like 50 guns, like gold bricks covering this entire table. And also just like, three million dollars in cash or whatever that's awesome <laughs> and then bags of bass if it's not true then i mean still it sounds like he had a pretty fun life i, I mean that's what i'm saying that's it's a just, good way to go out besides other than the possible really murders paranoid. he didn't really hurt anybody if he murdered them and his dad fuck his dad yeah but right. if he murdered so the guy for just having a parrot i mean he just wanted a parrot he swears up and down that he was innocent about that. I don't know. Why would you hide? Well, obviously you would hide if you're paranoid or if people really were after you. Either way, you would hide, I guess. So Yeah. All right. That's the end of this episode. That was pretty fun. Poor guy. Don't it feel must... sorry for him. Oh, no, I feel sorry for I mean, for he lived the American guy. dream. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that my, guy got my, fucked over. Yeah, I mean, fuck your goddamn dogs, dude. Just put your dogs in. You can buy a better fence to keep your dogs in your yard. 
Well, that was part of his paranoia. He wanted them just kind of running loose to, to like alert him if people were yeah. busting in on or whatever. So that was another episode of the Beer Conspiracy Show. Remember to like us and share us. We're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, please subscribe to us anywhere you listen to our podcast. We're putting out episodes every week. So come back next week. We'll have another good one for you. We'll see you next week for another episode of the Beer Conspiracy Show. All night. Hey guys, Beer Can Spurs Show says bye 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 kitty coin. It's the best way to pay your hooker wife. <laughs> <laughs>